Hey, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. Today is Thursday, May 13th. As investors digest the USDA slash WASDE data from Wednesday, plus see rain events occur for the Midwest, the grain markets look to start weaker Thursday. In overnight trading, the July corn futures moved 12 and a quarter cents lower at $7. July soybean futures traded 15 cents lower at $16.27. July soybean futures moved 13 cents lower at $15.59. July wheat futures moved 7.5 cents lower at $7.22. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is higher, and the Dow Jones Industrials futures points lower at 33,264 points. Bob Linneman, Kleiss Advisors, says that investors are still reacting to Wednesday's USDA data. It is a concern that basis levels for soybeans are starting to widen in some areas. High prices are starting to impact demand in some cases, but not everywhere. It is mid-May and cash soybeans touched $17 with the positive basis in many areas. We could be in for an interesting ride in the July and possibly August contracts as physical soybeans get even harder to find, Linneman stated in a daily note to customers. Linneman added traders were slightly surprised that world-ending stocks for corn fell when the USDA reported decreased demand for new crop. Old crop corn stocks fell, which was in line with expectations. Old crop soybean stocks continue to hold steady at 120 million bushels. Although few traders believe this number, the market has shown it does not. Next up, on Wednesday, the USDA slash WASDE released its May supply slash demand and world crop production estimates. The U.S. soybean ending stocks, thought to drop by the trade's expectations, was left unchanged. The other highlight was the Brazilian corn crop, stricken by a drought, was not lowered as much as the trade expected. 2020-2021 U.S. Ending Stocks For corn, the USDA pegged the U.S. old crop ending stocks at 1.25 billion bushels versus the trade estimate of 1.20 billion bushels and the USDA's April estimate of 1.35 billion. For soybeans, the U.S. ending stocks were 120 million bushels versus the April estimate of 120 million bushels. The trade expected the USDA to print 117 million bushels today. In its report, the USDA pegged the U.S. wheat ending stocks at 872 million bushels versus the trade's expectation of 846 million and the USDA's previous estimate of 852 million. 2021-2022 U.S. Ending Stocks This is the first time the USDA has pegged the new marketing year's ending stocks. For corn, the USDA pegged the U.S. new crop ending stocks at 1.50 billion bushels versus the trade estimate of 1.34 billion bushels. For soybeans, the U.S. ending stocks were 140 million bushels versus the trade expected the USDA to print 138 million bushels today. In its report, the USDA pegged the U.S. wheat ending stocks at 774 million bushels versus the trade's expectation of 730 million. 2020-2021 World Ending Stocks On Wednesday, the USDA pegged the world's corn ending stocks at 283 million metric tons, or MMT, versus the trade's expectation of 279.0 MMT and the USDA's April estimate of 283.8 MMT. 
For soybeans, the world-ending stocks are estimated at 86.6 MMT versus the trade's expectation of 86.5 MMT and the USDA's April estimate of 86.87 MMT. For wheat, the USDA pegged world-ending stocks at 294.7 MMT versus the trade's expectation of 295.0 MMT and the USDA's previous estimate of 295.5 MMT. 2020-2021 World Crop Production On Wednesday, the USDA pegged the 2020-2021 Brazilian soybean production at 136.0 MMT versus the trade's expectation of 136.0 MMT and the USDA's estimate last month of 136.0 MMT. For corn, Brazil's output is seen at 102.0 MMT versus the trade's expectation of 103.0 MMT and the USDA's April estimate of 109.0 MMT. For Argentina's soybean output, the trade's expectation was 46.6 MMT and the USDA's April estimate was 47.5 MMT. Argentina's 2020-2021 corn crop is pegged at 47.0 MMT versus the USDA's previous estimate of 47.0 MMT and the trade's expectation of 46.6 MMT. U.S. 2021-2022 Crop Production In its report, the USDA pegged the U.S. all-wheat production at 1.872 billion bushels versus the trade's expectation of 1.87 billion bushels. And finally, David Tolleris, WXRisk.com, says that parts of the Midwest have received rain this week. To start the week, rainfall maps show there was significant rainfall in much of Indiana and Ohio, with amounts ranging from 0.75 to 2.0 inches, with widespread 70% coverage. Additional rains of similar amounts with 70% coverage fell in Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana. For Tuesday and Wednesday, rainfall amounts show that most of the plains, the delta, and the Midwest regions were dry. On Wednesday, rainfall amounts showed that 0.5 to 1.5 inches with coverage, 60% of eastern Colorado were recorded in the last 24 hours. There were locally heavy rainfall amounts up to 3.00 inches in far northwest Louisiana, Tolerus says. After last weekend's rains, dry and stable conditions are expected through Friday. But the weather pattern remains quite active. The various weather models continue to show a persistent trough in the jet stream on the west coast, which will eject waves of low pressure from the Rockies into the central plains and the Midwest, bringing more significant rain. It is possible that this wetter active pattern will last through the end of the month, Tolerus says. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.